0: all these niggas steady jocking because they know i'm the truth material girl and i get it from my mammy ball man down these hoes can't stand me material girl currently working on a grammy meanwhile pussy poppy with your man in miami material girl the nails and pearls that's the trick that it takes to keep the girl chopping niggas down like edward says a hand i don't
1: want no petty money nigga running bands hey <laughs> this is now a saucy santana podcast what's up y'all <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We made it. Hello, y'all. It's been Ooh. it's been a rough year so far. Not yeah. even that. It's been a rough year. We just been going through it. <laughs> Honestly,
0: we have. And I just I just want to apologize because I feel like we were like we started off so strong. I know,
1: and we were like y'all. We gonna be back after the break. <laughs> we did one episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. Two? two. Thank God we recorded two that day. I know, because what had happened was, see y'all, see. See, I got COVID. Not right right now, but like what, three weeks ago? Yeah. I had got COVID. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. During the week, I was like, I'm going to be back. Right. For next week. We good. Mm. And we had already recorded
0: a bonus episode
1: episode just in case, but that was supposed to be for the future. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, we were like, okay, cool. We good. Next week, come around, Brittany got COVID.
0: It from my three-year-old we're calling her the outbreak monkey now <laughs> she got everybody in the house sick so yeah yeah it's it's been a while
1: it's been a while
0: Every, a lot has happened uh a lot of developments i bought a house Shanice moving um
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're literally moving at the same time yeah it's crazy so this is actually our last episode dot 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 pause for dramatic effects <laughs> together yeah
0: that we're gonna record in the same room then after that we'll be doing it over zoom but the good thing is we will probably have a video for like every podcast now so yeah
1: y'all will be be able to see our beautiful faces yes getting
0: getting better and better you'll get to see all these uh mcu t-shirts that we have bought (laughs) specifically to record in that
1: no one has seen
0: right we're wearing them right now, but we're too lazy to put the cameras up, so whatever. Yeah, I'm not looking my best right now. No.
1: I don't even have earrings on, I don't even know who I am.
0: Wait, I didn't even do the intro to the show. Hold on. Oh, whoop. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on. Wait, let me go look and see who my okay. So, let's just let's let's bring this back. Let's bring this back. Hello, bring guys. It back one time. This is the South Side of Wakanda podcast, the best MCU podcast in the multiverse. Yes, I am Claire's apartment
1: just and an I- innocent
0: bystander
1: <laughs> and i am the blood stains in her apartment
0: <laughs> if this is your first time joining us we are two black queens who discuss the mcu movies tv shows and the new releases our podcast mainly focuses on the events in the marvel of the marvel characters in the live action uh, mcu movies but we're doing a little bit different we're currently rewatching all of the netflix marvel shows and today's episode will be about daredevil and Episode
1: one and two. -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, We don't have any emails. Actually, we don't have an email, but we have a text message. Oh, okay. Yes. I forget about this. So we have a text message from my nephew, Jalen. And uh, he said, I'm listening to the Black Panther episode. And what a coincidence. I have a Black Panther t-shirt on right now. All right. So he said, I'm listening to the Black Panther episode of your podcast. I rewatched Black Panther last week, and I thought the score in the ancestral plane was beautiful, too they put they also put it in the killmonger death scene and i and it was so touching thought i'd share the actual score and it's called the the score is called ancestral plane by ludwig gorenson that is how i'm <laughs> going <Good gonna, job. laughs> to that's how i think it's pronounced so thanks jj Yes, <laughs> I love that y'all both pay attention to like
0: the score and the music. I know you're really big with that. Mm-hmm. That's and Me
1: and my nephew love Hans Zimmer, so yeah, we always make like pay attention to little things like that.
0: When I pay attention to that, it's because of you. <laughs> <laughs> like Shani would probably think this is really cool. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> um. So thank you so much uh, for writing in, Jalen, love you. Um, now let's talk about some news stories. So I found a couple. Um, two of these are kind of old because it has been that long since we recorded. <laughs> we never got to talk about the Moon Knight trailer. No. Which came out a couple weeks ago. Yes. But we do know that the series is dropping on March 30th now. Mm-hmm. So that's dope. I thought it looked so fucking good. It
1: looks super cool. And do you remember? Okay. Confession, y'all. <laughs> I love our podcast so much, and I love Britney so much that I be listening to our podcast when I'm at work. <laughs> I literally, literally will ignore people to listen to my own voice. <laughs> they be fucking it up. So the other day, I was listening to our Ant-Man episode, mm. and I completely forgot that we talked about this, but Lawrence Fishburne is supposed to be in Moon Knight. We talked about that? Yes. Wow. I mentioned it. This This is why... It's dangerous doing a podcast because in my daily life I don't remember the things that I've said. No, I don't either. <laughs> and it's funny because like my coworker will be listening to it and he'll be laughing. He's like, and he'll quote it, and I'm like, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> like you said. It. Like oh, that was the other me. That, that was podcast me, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I was talking about I was I had my tinfoil hat on, and I was talking about how on the internet people were thinking that. Uh, this was years ago People were thinking that Lawrence Fishburne Could have possibly have been in WandaVision mm. Because he was supposed to be in a series uh-huh. But he's actually going to be in Moon Knight And then after And it's really weird Because I don't think I had listened to that It was an Ant-Man and Wasp episode obviously uh-huh. So I don't think I had listened When we released it But I listened uh-huh. to it for the first time Two days ago uh-huh. And after watching the trailer I'm like The Moon Knight costume kind of looks like ghost costume in retrospect. Yeah. Just from my memory. I'm like, I don't have a side-by-side or anything. Both white. Don't they both have on a hood and Mm -hmm. like a mask that
0: covers up their entire
1: face? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I'm like, that'll be really interesting to see like what role he has. I'm excited to see Larry do
0: anything. That's my uncle, so. Uh, Lawrence? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We call him Larry. Um, Uncle Larry? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited. I, I can't wait because, like, at the end... Well, first of all, the way his costume comes out mm-hmm. of him, maybe, yes. that looked fucking crazy. And then the part at the end he's, like, beating up what people think is a werewolf? Yeah. Creatures? Oh, my God. That's all you... I'm excited because if they have creatures, that means we're getting... Vampires. Ooh. We already knew we were getting vampires, but we might be getting them sooner, sooner. Rather oh than my later. god! Because apparently, it's gonna take like 15 years for Blade to come out. Right. I've been
1: anticipating that for how long? Right. And then just like the the post credit scene on Eternals, just mm-hmm. like damn, like can we I get this? I rewatched that,
0: and I was just like, oh, damn, I'm like that post credit scene. I'm ready to see Kit with a sword mm-hmm. again. Yeah. I'm ready to see the King of the North
1: Yes, go crazy He yes. already got that training yes. So you already know Kit about to go brazy yes. <laughs> If anybody
0: has not watched Game of Thrones And you're looking at Kit hearing like he's just this unassuming little guy No baby Go
1: ahead and watch ha- episodes Hard Home That's season 5, episode 8 Watch season 6, episode 10 No, episode 9 that little Bastards. Oh yeah, like, this is Ned Stark's son. Please don't play him. He' his daddy's son. Come well, on, actually, uncle, <laughs> nephew. Right, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> it was also a character, an actor that played in Moon Knight that died, like literally the day oh, after yeah. the trailer was released, or like a couple days after. What or was something, his name? I can't remember. He had a French name. <clears throat> R.I.P.
0: It's going to take me so long to uh, to Google him.
1: I know. Moon Knight Actor Death. <laughs> his name is Gaspard Julio. U- U- He's French, guys, so I don't know how to pronounce his last name. But he um, died at the age of 37. That's so young. Um, in a ski accident. Mm r.i.p yeah gone too soon you'll never get me on them slopes whole time he looks like the actor that played um i don't know he looks like t- a couple of different people Who does he look like to you he kind of looks like jamie lannister's yes! younger brother he looks like he could be jamie lannister and that was when i first looked at it i i saw him and then i saw dario naharis Oh yeah. And then I he kinda looked like uh like Andrew Garfield's cousin too. And then in this picture he looks like Oberin. Mm-hmm. He just got one of those faces. Yeah. Wow. That's really sad. RIP. Um, so on Martin Luther King
0: Day, Joss Whedon's white ass decided oh. to call Ray Fisher a bad actor. And this had the internet in, in flames. An <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Woo. So my thing is people Celebrities, people of note, you can literally say nothing. Mm -hmm. That that's
1: an option. Um, I don't know if y'all knew that. And I feel like in this day and age, that's the easiest way to keep your career. Yeah, keep all of your opinions to yourself. The Mm -hmm. First Amendment does not apply to you. Right. So you know, like, okay, if you're trying to keep a check, he was getting that whole
0: like backlash, and this started like years ago with like Gal Gadot, Ray Fisher. Some of the people on the, um, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because he did that show too. Mm-hmm. They were like dragging him for being racist, for being misogynistic, for being like a fake-ass feminist. I think the the Buffy stars, like he used to be, you know, kind of predatory towards one of the younger actor- actresses on there. Wow. Problematic as fuck. Pro- very problematic. And for such a long time, he never said anything. But then... In January of 2022, he decided to address all these comments and rumors and things. And I don't have exactly what he said, but essentially, he's like, Gal Gadot misunderstood what I was saying because English isn't her first language. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, come on. <laughs> so fucked up. It's not funny. It's,
1: the, it's funny that he would say that
0: and think that it's true.
1: And it's funny that he can, with, with all of his privilege... Can say that and think that it's acceptable to say. Yeah. And th- that is true, like the thing, like how they used to do Cardi B because she's bilingual.
0: So sometimes, you know, they mix languages, mm-hmm. they have their accent that's strong. That doesn't mean that she's stupid. Exactly. So she knew exactly what the fuck you were talking about, sir. Mm-hmm. And so, and then he also called Ray Fisher a bad actor, and that's why he cut most of his scenes and stuff out of the movie when, when we all saw the Zack Snyder cut afterwards. So we know that he's not a bad actor. Like right. we, we synced it. Right. <laughs> so what are you saying now? Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to say first of all, how dare you? Second how dare of all, of you. how dare you on Martin Luther King Day? Just please. I, I just honestly thank you. Um, I Hope to Never See Your Name attached to a project that I would watch ever again. Right. The
1: end. And that's not, Okay, I just don't understand, like... Like, you want to keep making money, right? Or are you going to have, like, an all-white cast, an all-white crew?
0: It has to be. And they got to be American. And English got to be their first language. Exactly. that ain't going to fly with him either. And then, like, I don't know if this is confirmed, but while this was happening, people were saying, like... Yeah, he cut out most of Rhodey and uh, Falcon scenes from Age of Ultron, and I was like, I don't know if it's true, but it
1: makes sense because mm-hmm. I always forget that they're in that movie. Yep.
0: and at that time they were both Avengers.
1: And it was and it was kind of crazy because I, I maybe it was on like TikTok or something because it's like a kind of a throwaway scene between um, Captain America and Falcon, mm-hmm. which. Basically shows that Falcon has been doing just like kind of like undercover work, trying to find Bucky and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it just kind of never comes back up. Yeah. So it's just like, so what else happened? Yeah. <laughs> like
0: and I just I don't understand. Like, um Brody and Falcon were a pretty substantial part of Captain America: Civil War.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So why wouldn't they be in Age of Ultron?
1: Exactly. Racism Okay That's why racism. Fuck you Joss <laughs> Whedon Fuck you sir And then they just and They just pop back up At the uh, In the post credit scene Like training an Avengers right. Compound like,
0: like oh there they are They've been studying This whole time
1: Right Right Idiot. okay so i, I, I want to see all of the uncut versions of these movies yeah
0: they need to do some a different cut of that because it probably would have been way better you probably would have actually liked. It. i probably would have <laughs> i think most of the movies that i don't particularly care for in the mcu all of them have been directed by joss whedon so boo-boo on him and also after i saw the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League I was like oh this is an actual movie
1: Like it's decent I don't
0: know what Joss Whedon was doing but they need to stop calling him Right Um. So everybody's kind of pissed at Evangeline Lilly right now Because she is An anti-vaxxer Queen anti vaxxers. If, if no one knows who Evangeline Lilly is She plays the Wasp, the Wasp
1: Yeah and it took me a half a second to remember who she was. I'm not even going to lie. I was like, originally, Lily. I'm like, Lily Collins, Lily James. Like, literally going through all of the Lilies in my mind. <laughs> Lily Allen.
0: She's the least important Lily. <laughs> <laughs> so, a couple weeks ago, I think it was a couple well, last week, not too long ago, she attended a, a Washington, D.C. Uh, vaccine protest with her whole very famous face. And... um this is not, like, the first, like, anti-vax thing she's done In the very beginning of the Panasonic She, uh, posted on Instagram, like Oh, I just, like, this is after we were like Oh, social distancing, wearing masks, stay in the house To keep everybody alive She was like, oh, I just dropped my kids off to gymnastics And we don't care if we're We're putting our lives before our health Or some bullshit like that
1: That's very ironic
0: She, it was very fucking stupid And then <laughs> Our is is uh, Sophie Turner, mm-hmm. who is Sansa Stark from Game of Thrones. Also, uh, Nick,
1: Jonas' Joe Jonas's, Joe wife. Jonas's wife and baby mama.
0: And she was uh, Jean Grey in those new X Men movies. But um, she she got on Instagram. I guess they were doing like a live, and they were like encouraging their followers to stay inside and stay safe. And she said, mm-hmm. she said, "Don't be fucking stupid. Even if you count your freedom over your health." And then Joe was just looking like, "Oh mm. shit!"
1: <laughs> Them Brits don't play.
0: Shots fired.
1: <laughs> he said, "And I oop."
0: Right. So after that, like a lot of people are like calling for her to be recast. Um, I I don't know the wasp. Like I've liked her, but she hasn't been like that huge in the MCU. So I don't even know if they'll bother to recast. She just might be written out. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll see. She, Aren't they
1: filming already?
0: They probably are Like I don't I, I don't know girl Uh, You know how they will reshoot
1: mm-hmm. And change
0: the end of some shit Yeah So Be quiet Be careful No
1: for real This
0: is another person Who could have literally Stayed at home And cancel, said nothing Cancel
1: culture is so strong Like And I At times Don't really agree with it mm-hmm. But like Just keep your mouth closed Just be quiet You cannot just go around Saying whatever you want to say Just because it's on your mind Like Mm-hmm. Yeah you should be able to But some people think really stupid things So those people and your should your words especially- have consequences Exactly actually you know what exactly You can say what you want But you cannot be afraid You cannot like be mm-hmm. mad at the consequences of those You know yeah. those words So if she
0: get fired I don't feel bad um, You and Joss Whedon Could have just shut the fuck
1: up How about and all of these, at home and your money All of these money? racist bigoted anti-vaxxers And the it's a scam dimick all of them people how about y'all go and make y'all own movies scam dimick y'all can make y'all own marvel and avengers and justice league and all of this stuff just and then on a different planet and then all of your trumpets can go and see that movie too yeah. and it can bomb and then we can all make fun of you and black twitter can just roast you to the end of time the
0: end of time so <laughs> um sorry to that lady i don't know <laughs> So then uh another butthurt person, Channing Tatum, has been in the news.
1: Uh, you know, I used to like him. <laughs> yeah.
0: He he didn't say anything bad. He just he says, okay, so I don't know if y'all remember this, but way back when, when uh, Fox was still doing X Men movies, he he was like cast as Gambit from the X Men. And he was supposed to have his own movie, which was supposed to come out in 2016 now this is a minute ago this was a while ago my child was born in 2016 so and she is about to be six right (laughs) about to start college (laughs) so he was supposed to be gambling he was very fucking excited about it fox even put out like this uh they did this photo shoot with like the cast of x-men channing tatum was there wearing like a gambit t-shirt t-shirt Then they had the the new cast of the Fantastic Four with, you know, Michael B. Jordan and them people. So his movie didn't happen, probably because Fantastic Four was such a fucking fail. And then the Dark Phoenix was also a fail. So they scrapped it um, they lost the rights to the Fantastic Four, and that's pretty much it. Now, uh, Fox's Deadpool did come out after all of this, but I think, like, by the time that was successful, then, like, Gambit was pretty much already over with. So, he said that he is traumatized. <laughs> He's traumatized. This is very fucking dramatic. He said on, um, this is, a, like, a quote of him, once Gambit went away, I was so traumatized. I shut off my Marvel machine. I hadn't been able to see any of the movies. I loved the character. It was so sad. It was like losing a friend because I was so ready to play him. Oh, the drama.
1: The drama. Um I don't I mean, I guess that's why people are actors. They got to have a little screw loose. <laughs>
0: definitely a screw loose because my thing is yes this was a marvel character but it wasn't in the mcu mm-hmm. so why can't you watch the mcu and then why would you say this because if the mcu which they have the rights to the x-men now mm-hmm. they're gonna do x-men things yeah i would just be being really fucking nice and i'll be like i would still love to play gambit exactly
1: and it's really weird that he's like has this attachment to a movie that was never made and i was listen I was worried about the casting for that
0: anyway, because Shannon, are you that girl?
1: Is he actually a good actor or he, is he just handsome That's what with I'm a good saying, because
0: he is handsome and they would have, I'm sure he would have looked like Gambit, mm-hmm. but then you'd have to do like a Creole accent.
1: I can't remember his accent and mm. um, if he had an accent in Dear John. I just, cause all of those Nicholas Sparks movies takes place in like South Carolina or something. Mm, so I can't remember if he had an accent. But I can't
0: remember. I haven't. I don't remember the last Channing Tatum Channing Tatum movie I've seen. And I definitely have never seen a movie and been like, damn, he acting his ass off right now.
1: Actually, the movie when his wife lost his her memory was that Channing Tatum. Mm? The movie and Rachel McAdams. Like, she lost her memory after a car accident, and they were... Uh... Time, time something?
0: I don't think he was in that. I never saw that movie, but I think I know
1: what you're talking about. Let me see. I don't know. Oh, who? You know what movie I'm talking about.
0: And listen, this is not to say that all of these actors in the MCU are giving Oscar-worthy performances, but... In order for you to believe that you are turning into a Jolly Green Giant <laughs> and it not look ridiculous, you, right. you got to have some chops. No, for real. He wants to throw flaming playing cards at people whilst wearing a trench coat with a Creole accent. That could easily
1: be really goofy.
0: Yeah. So
1: that... Mm. um, It was the movie The Vow. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that. He was in it? Mm-hmm. Um, With Rachel McAdams. Okay. I remember it being good, but I also saw it when I was in my early 20s. So my mm-hmm. tastes have changed since then. <laughs>
0: I mean, he Zoe Kravitz is allegedly dating him. Our cat woman. So <laughs> everything in your life is not that bad, Channing. I'm sorry. No, for real. You're, I think you're doing okay. You're doing okay. just okay. <laughs> um, The final, final bit of news that I had is... Dakota Johnson has been cast as Madam Web for a Sony solo movie.
1: I did see that the other day.
0: In case anybody does not know who Dakota Johnson is, she is the girl from the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Never seen them. Me either. I just know that that's who that is. But um, apparently Madam Web is supposed to be like pretty much the queen spider person across the multiverse and she knows what they're all doing and you know, Spider-Man has, like, a very, like, elaborate, like, lore that I am not very familiar with at all. But she's that girl. Strawhead Goofy thinks that this is going to be, like, a Spider-Woman movie that turns into her being Madam Web. Um, which, if, you know, Sony got back Andrew for his third movie and then Morbius eventually comes out and it's good and she's Madam Web, maybe they doing a little something over there. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Big maybe. (laughs) Right.
1: You know what's so funny is I was like doing something the other day and I was just like, did Morbius come out? Like what has (laughs) happened with that movie? I feel like they, I
0: think they have legit pushed that movie back like two years. I feel like it was done like two, three years ago.
1: I think so too. Yeah, it had to have been because they've been talking about this for so long. And then isn't, what, we talked about this. They pushed it till May, right? Or June? April, May,
0: April. I think it might be April. Cause Batman is in March, and I know Doctor Strange is in May, so it has to be April.
1: It's April first. Ah, remember? Because yes. I was we were talking like it's an April Fool's <laughs> joke. <laughs> Not a good day for a movie to come out, right?
0: So that's all I got for the news. Um, let's do an icebreaker. Let's do it. So. I was high one day, and I was just, like, thinking (laughs) about, like, random MCU moments that I can't stop thinking about. Mm -hmm. So I came up with five, and I want to read them to you. Okay. The first one is, I can't stop thinking about how Tony Stark cleared all their ass in the beginning of Endgame. Like, after he got rescued... He was. He went off. He was emaciated and dying of starvation a little bit. But he snapped on the ass.
1: He still had a little energy to read the fuck out of the room. And they didn't say shit to him. <laughs> he said what he had to say and passed the fuck out.
0: <laughs> and that was just it. And I just, I love that for him. That's funny. Captain America was just like... I, I mean, I, I tried, and he was like, you fucking lost bitch Like, what do you mean? Everybody's dead <laughs> <laughs> My son is dead right. Because of you <laughs> Um, Second moment is Black Panther, Hawk, and Bucky And them down on the expressway I'm never gonna fucking forget He was eating their ass up mm-hmm. And I fucking love that shit Like, every time he gets the, the karate chop in the air I was like, get the ass, go <laughs> <laughs> ooh,
1: ooh, 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 ooh. Keep me getting <laughs>
0: They was so fucking stressed out. They was throwing they cars at him. They were like,
1: who the who the fuck is that going? He?
0: <laughs> he was throwing like motorcycles and shit. He kept fucking coming. Right. He's like, they had
1: nothing for him either. They did it.
0: Okay, my third moment is Captain Thor on the battlefield. In
1: Infinity War. Like,
0: oh bitch, you cut Yo- your hair.
1: Yes. <laughs> your and beard. This- yes. Yeah. <laughs> <And laughs> this is my friend right this my friend like they was just having a whole conversation okay and um just a little uh asterisk on that part mm-hmm. I don't remember where I saw this it was either on Facebook or TikTok but it's funny because everybody calls Groot Groot mm-hmm. but Thor is the only one that calls him Tree <laughs> so everybody was like what if Tree is his real name and people just call him Groot Wow <laughs> This is my friend Tree I wouldn't be surprised but also I love the fact that he just calls people what he want to call them Yeah And ain't nobody rabbit. gonna say nothing He just calls Rocket a rabbit <laughs> Right <laughs> Maybe rabbits look like that on fucking Asgard Cause Maybe. remember in Endgame they were like get the rabbits
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Thor oh I god, Steve Rogers <laughs> Um, Number four How Wanda violated the vision In Captain America Civil War Mm. Like she domestic violence The shit out of his ass And and he still wanted it He did Toxic
1: relationship
0: (laughs) Very toxic Like she She like threw his ass Into the center of the earth Journey to the center of the earth In the middle of the movie No for real What was that like
1: (laughs) Exactly That was just a a foreshadowing That the Avengers compound Wasn't gonna last Right
0: And shit maybe The vision might be The only person that can handle her Because Ain't nobody else arriving and shit. Who getting into a Wanda and coming And coming, coming back? out alive. Nope, only a ro- Only
1: a robot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> only number 25. So, and then my fifth and final moment that I cannot stop. Well, not final, but the fifth one on this list. It's just how Valkyrie was just like space drunk, like driving spaceships drunk as hell. And it was just mostly okay.
1: Oh, no DUIs.
0: Like, when we first saw her, she pulled up in a flying aircraft and then fell out because she was drunk.
1: And then, like,
0: wrecked shit, too. Yeah. Like, she
1: was whooping people's ass.
0: and But it was just okay. Mm-hmm. Like, she was off her ass the whole movie. She's my queen. <laughs> just saying. Tolerance through the roof. So, that's it. Did you
1: have some? that you thought about? You didn't tell me to
0: think about them. I feel like I did, but it's okay because I probably told you to do this like three weeks ago. So it's fine.
1: Uh, Off top,
0: can't think of any. It's okay. It is perfectly fine. We are winging it today. Right. All right. So Marvel's Daredevil. So I know usually I do like. A little bit of uh, production. Else, I'm sorry, I burped a little bit because we are drinking mimosas. Hey. So, um, I have production. A little bit of production info for this episode, but probably not for the remainder because it's a TV show. Anyway, right. um, Daredevil season one was released on Netflix in April 2015. Um, at this point, we had already had nine MCU films, and we were actively in phase two. Um, Agent Carter and Agents of Shield were also on TV. So at that point, those were the only like MCU like kind of spinoffs or whatever. This uh this series dropped a month before Avengers: Age of Ultron, but it takes place uh, roughly like in New York 2012. Um, because they do mention the blip. Oh, not the blip. Uh, mm-hmm. the Battle of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, Daredevil and the other Marvel character TV shows on Netflix are not created or produced by uh Disney. So, they are not canon as of yet. Um, so, they only, like, make, like, subtle references to the MCU. And I think each Very one of them subtle. do. Yeah.
1: Like, they don't even say character names. Yeah. And I've made note of it when <laughs> when it happens. But they don't say any character names. They don't even refer to it as the Battle of New York. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder if that was like legally they weren't allowed to.
0: <laughs> I think, I feel like in Luke Cage, they might've said somebody's name or the Avengers, but it was still very vague. Mm-hmm. Um, So yeah, that, that's pretty much that. I, we still don't know because we know that Matt Murdock was, we know that Charlie Cox was Matt Murdock in Spider-Man No Way Home, but you know what the whole multiverse thing like. They can still say like, no, those shows aren't canon. They're just
1: yeah, but that was before that happened. Hmm. He was in it before the whole spell.
0: No, I mean because like the multiverse of madness, because oh. you know how they're gonna have all these different characters, so yeah. they could just explain it away like that and just be, or they could just say like, no, that's that shit is just not canon. We just picked the same actor because y'all like him.
1: That doesn't make sense. It also doesn't make sense to me that James. Jameson, Mm -hmm. Jameson, James. What's his name? What? What's his name? Who? Uh, Fucking. (laughs) I am literally having a brain fart right now. (laughs) The 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 journalist guy. James J. Jameson. Oh yes. J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. (laughs) It is confusing, but it's okay. (laughs) It's crazy to me that he was he played the same character in all the all the Spider Man movies. Yeah
0: that would be dope I feel like they, I really want them to just be like yes these are in the multiverse somewhere it's not in universe 616 but it's in the multiverse
1: but it's just weird cause it's just like if it's different Spider-Man how is it the same Jane, Jane, Jane magic <laughs> right that's the magic of Hollywood baby right <laughs> and there you have it right that's how you can explain it away There was no one else that could play that part Yeah (laughs) Honestly Pretty much Why can I J.J. Simmons is what I was trying to say Oh But his name in the movie also has a lot of J's in it So I was just confused Mm -hmm. J.K. Simmons Yeah J.K. Simmons plays J. Jonah Jameson (laughs) My brain is broken right now (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh my goodness okay did you
0: have um some background info
1: i do so um daredevil's origin stems from a actually that was the second paragraph (laughs) a little tipsy (laughs) all right so daredevil was created by stan lee and the artist bill everett with an unspecified amount of input by jack kirby the characters first appeared in daredevil one in april 1964 And writer, artist Frank Miller's influential tenure on the title in the early 1980s cemented the character as a popular and influential part of the Marvel Universe. Um, So just like in the show, Daredevil uh, origins from a... uh, Well, he originated basically, like he got in a car accident in his childhood, and it gave him special abilities. So he was blinded by a radioactive substance, that falls from an out-of-control truck after he pushes a man out of the path of the oncoming vehicle. Mm -hmm. And he can't see no more, which is super traumatic. You know, the
0: biggest scam in life is that if you get into a car accident, no matter what spills on you, you're not going to get no special powers. And
1: you're not even going to
0: turn into Alex Mack. If your parents die, you're still not going to be a superhero. You're just going to be an orphan.
1: And that's fucked up. Continue. In real real. IRL. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember that show, Alex Mack? Mm -hmm. I really thought about that the first scene of the show. I was like, damn, that was a good show. It was. Um, But yeah, he can't see anymore. And his exposure to the radioactive material heightens his remaining senses beyond normal human ability and gives him a radar sense. So even though the character is blind... His remaining four senses function with superhuman accuracy and sensitivity, giving him abilities far beyond the limits of a normal sighted person. Mm. So a few characters even know that he can't see. Daredevil developed a radar sense, which is similar to echolocation. And then um, Stan Lee said that he was worried that blind people would be offended. Good for him. that mm-hmm. like he, he actually took the time to be like, Will this offend people? Our unproblematic king. For real. <laughs> and if anything ever came out about this man posthumously. Just keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself, and I'm going to act like I ain't here if right. it does come out. <laughs> <laughs> so he was worried that blind people would be offended at how far he exaggerated the way a blind person's remaining senses are enhanced, but that his, um, his fears were assuaged by letters from organizations such as the Lighthouse for the Blind which said that blind people greatly enjoyed having Daredevil comics read to them. Mm. So that's really cool. Um, Daredevil has commonly used his superhuman hearing to serve as a polygraph for interrogation by listening for changes in person's heartbeat. Um, but he can be fooled when people um, have, like, an artificial um, pacemaker because it's not their natural heart heartbeat.
0: Why did the first thing I think was, like, he could be fooled if they're on drugs? <laughs>
1: I guess that too, right? I know. know, Oh my goodness, that show be having me stressed. But (laughs) I'm 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 assuming that too. And then I read that like not just braille, but he could read pages. Like Mm. that's how sensitive his touch is. Like he could just like read like the letters on a page just by the touch. But he can't do it like if it's like an iPad. Mm. It didn't say iPad, but. But on a TV screen or if it's something that's laminated, he can't feel like that it's raised. Oh, okay. So all of his heightened... I mean, all of his senses are heightened. That's dope. Which I don't think will always be a good thing.
0: No. Absolutely not.
1: (laughs) I just winked at Brittany. (laughs) That's what I got.
0: All right. So... Let's um, let's get into episode one It's called Into the Ring And it begins decades in the past As Jack Murdock uh, races frantically Through the streets of Hell's Kitchen He stops at the scene of an accident Of which his son Matt is at the center Matt lies in the street screaming Industrial barrels, leaking chemicals Surround him A man nearby says that Matt pushed him out of the way Of a runaway truck Carrying those barrels And he saved that man's life But the chemicals spilled into his face Matt screams that he can't see As the ambulance sirens grow in the back uh, background I was just like Poor Matt Like, If I was his daddy I would have tried to sue the fuck out of the city No for real I sue,
1: I, I sue everybody I would have been like oh this is my get out of jail free for card <laughs> <laughs> We getting out the hood Roll credits there is, <laughs> there is no daredevil Because he grew up on the upper east side With Gossip Girl and Jack Bass <laughs> XOXO <and Chuck> Bass. <laughs>
0: so time jumps to the present where matt confesses to a priest in a church he talks about his father jack describing his ability as a fighter both as a professional boxer and as a man according to matt his grandmother was a devout catholic who would warn people against the murdoch men who had the devil in them (laughs) matt continues to describe his father explaining how battling jack murdoch would subdue his opponents in the ring the priest asks matt what sin he's actually committed and Matt says nothing yet, but he's also not asking for forgiveness for what he's about to do. Period. The priest says that, uh, ask him what he's about to do. And then he's like,
1: gotta go. Bye. About to go whoop some ass. hmm Kick ass, take ass, and kick,
0: kick names. ass and take names. <laughs> <laughs> um... The scene shifts to the Hell's Kitchen, like an empty lot in Hell's Kitchen at night. Several men are trying to force girls into a van for human trafficking. Then suddenly, Daredevil appears, enters the scene, and brutally assaults the kidnappers. A man tries to shoot Daredevil, but Daredevil, he dodges it, vanishes, but suddenly throws one of his billy clubs and knocks the thug out. Then he tells the girls to run. And savagely beats the final kidnapper in the fucking face.
1: Dude, this scene just, I don't know, it like reminded me of Taken. Mm. And just like, what they was gonna do to them girls. <laughs> like, I had a lot of
0: thoughts during this scene. So, the bitches is crying and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Scared, obviously. Then the the kidnapper guy, the black one was like, Hey, I'm getting $1,000 a head for y'all. Now... I would have been very upset mm-hmm. when I heard that number because first of all, it was like four or five of them. Yeah, that's minimum wage, sir. Go get a job. Go get a real job. A thousand dollars for this? This a whole? That's whole? and you you
1: risking death and like jail time for a thousand dollars a head. And you can go get a tech split. job, right? <laughs>
0: A thousand dollars, and they only had like three or four girls, and mm-hmm. it was like five of them. And then you're already like going to have to split the profit, so it's not like you finna get fast stacks. You're not All right. Go to work. Go
1: to work. Lazy. You just evil. I was so mad. But then... And then I would have been offended, like, I'm worth more than $1,000, sugar. Exactly. Like, that's it. I would have seen I'm it. Like, I probably would have got punched in the face. I'm like, so I'm y'all, like, y'all could have just married me and killed me, and you would have got more money for me. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> with my life insurance. With well, the life insurance money. Y'all think it's small. Come on. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> and then the thing that had me cracking up was, like, Matt beating the fuck out of everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: that one dude was just sitting there eating his food. Yes! <laughs> That would have been me (laughs) the whole time.
1: I would have been like, you know what? I
0: don't
1: want no smoke. I don't want no parts of this.
0: And he still got knocked out, but it's just like, he really sat there at his food. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He minded his business. He
1: was like, um, actually, let me
0: just mind mine and leave y'all's. But as like a first scene, like a first little setup, like him doing this whole like religious thing. And then the fact that he calls himself Daredevil, and his grandma's like, "Oh, they got the devil, devil in mm-hmm. them." And then at the end, he's just beating the fuck out of this one guy. He letting the devil out. He was taking out all his uh, anger and aggression. Yeah,
1: and then it, like just him in like regular life, sweet as so, can be, so fucking nice. <laughs> and <laughs> like, that <serial> was <laughs> that was another thing like that when I was uh, looking it up. I guess we'll get to it in another episode, but he tells people. That he has a twin brother named Mike And Mike is the daredevil Oh Jesus <laughs> like this ain't like, D.I.D. I don't know what it is I know is. he almost like compartmentalizes Like that wasn't me it was Patricia <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I also love that like Every time he be jumping off shit I be like parkour <laughs> Me too <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore parkour <laughs> I wrote down, daredevil does hardcore
1: parkour. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I don't think I wrote it down, but I definitely was thinking about it Mm -hmm. when he was uh, doing his thing. And then in our little
0: recap, it doesn't like say this, but after this scene, like the intro plays, and I don't always watch it, Mm -hmm. but I love the intro to this show.
1: Okay, I always watch it the first time I watch a show. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like Netflix, they only do it Maybe it's just their more recent shows, mm-hmm. but they only do it for like the first episode. They'll show the full thing. Yeah. And then the next time they'll either give you the option to skip it or mm-hmm. they just cut it down altogether. Yeah. But I actually watched that one the first couple of episodes and I was like it is a really good opening. Oh yeah. I just like the artwork, all of that. The song, like I like
0: I wrote down like this show True Blood, American Gods season 1. And American Horror Story Coven Are like some of my favorite Like TV show intros
1: Not Game of Thrones?
0: They changed every time and I never watched those Except for the first one And the first one was good But I know that they always had like clues and shit It was it just changed. It me. just
1: changed locations but it was always the same song
0: Oh okay Yes that, that one was good too That song like see iconic <laughs> iconic <laughs> so the next morning matt wakes up to a phone call from foggy nelson foggy tells him to meet him at the realist and the real estate agent as soon as possible foggy meets him Uh, then meets a New York City police officer named Brett who Foggy has known since he was a child. He gives the cop a bag of cigars for his mother in exchange for leads on cases. Foggy then meets Matt with the real estate agent um, at a potential office for their law firm, Nelson and Murdoch. The agent says that the building uh, was barely damaged by the Chitauri invasion from the Avengers but they refer to it as the incident. (laughs) Matt says that he'll take the office but Foggy protests Citing the high cost, the two debate,
1: but Matt wins, and
0: it is now their office.
1: Okay, so I did note that they were calling the the attack on New York the incident. And it's only referred to it as that here. In uh-huh. the MCU, they've never referred to it as the incident. They yeah. just call it the attack on New York. Yeah. Um. But I also, when they said that, I thought about, I thought we all agreed to call it the Benedict job. <laughs> <laughs> If you wanted to call it something else, <laughs> it just hurts the so, uh, Ocean's Twelve reference, guys. Yeah, it's one of our favorite movies.
0: I love how the uh, they don't. I mean, we've only watched a couple episodes so far, mm-hmm. but they've only really mentioned the incident as it affects the the real estate market in New York, right? And nothing else. Not like a bunch of people died or right. there were actual aliens. Yeah, which is interesting. Like if this. Is a part of the MCU. If we think about everything that's happening right now, after that, we have Adrian Toomes who is like starting a whole like business Mm -hmm. and turning into the Vulture, and uh, Kate Bishop trying to turn into Hawkeye. She's a little kid at this point, right? Very, very cool. But in Daredevil real estate,
1: (laughs) something else is happening around this time. What? Yesterday, I was bored. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I wake up at like 5 o'clock in the morning every day No matter if I have to go, or work, go to work or not Right So, I stayed in bed and I was on my iPad And I was like, what should I watch? So I started watching those one shots mm. And one of the one shots was called Item 47 mm-hmm. Um, The guy from Bring It On The love interest from Bring It On mm-hmm. He was in it And also... Uh, I'm gonna call you Caddy from Mean Girls. What's her name? Janice? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was also in it. And basically, they stole one of the Chitauri the Chatari guns mm-hmm. and they had been on a Bonnie and Clyde spree oh. all around the freaking country, stealing like millions of dollars. Uh-huh. And then like Agent Sitwell goes to like apprehend and like neutralize them. And they're like, and he's just like, well, all of these guns were, well, all of these weapons were destabilized, and but this one isn't. And she was like, oh, he figured out how to, like, turn it back on, basically. Mm-hmm. And they got a job at S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hydra was just hiring anybody. No,
1: for real. <laughs> <laughs> and now, after watching that, I was like, I wonder how that came back into play It probably didn't because we never see them in the movies, and Shield is done. Mm -hmm. So it was just it was just cute, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, I wrote a note in here, but this doesn't go with the summary. I um, I know that we we have this a scene with this guy who's being like confronted in the park uh by mm-hmm. Fisk is his guy. I forget what his name is. Wesley. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I kept calling him the executive because and I only think I knew his name from the is from the summary. Mm. I don't think that they really say his name in like the so, first four episodes. They probably do, but I don't remember. I think it might have been in like the 6th episode that they actually say his name.
0: Oh, okay. Oh no, no, no,
1: 4th episode, sorry.
0: Well, I this is not really like super relevant to the plot, but I did want to write this down because they end up, like, forcing him to do some stuff because he borrowed money from the mob, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I truly wonder, like, how often this happens in New York. Like, how often are people thinking, like, it's a good I- Men, usually, mm-hmm. in New York are thinking that it's a good idea to borrow, mob, like, money from the mob. Because the same thing happened with Hawkeye. With Kate's dad, yeah, and he borrowed money from Wilson Fisk, yeah, and it was a bad fucking idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering, like, because this is the plot of a lot of movies and TV shows. Lucky number eleven.
1: Yeah, like so, what this is a bad idea. Have y'all not seen TV and movies? Right, <laughs> they always think they got a sure thing. Right, and even closer to home, like, I'm pretty sure that shit happens in like Vegas, because Vegas was created by the mob. Mm. So I'm pretty sure, like. I mean
0: it makes sense back in the day, but in our year in in, in the, the year, year of, of our Lord, Lord two
1: thousand and twenty two. <laughs> the year of Thanos, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The year,
0: I, the year that Thanos has made, and y'all are still <laughs> making bad decisions. For what?
1: What was the reason? <laughs> oh my god
0: okay across town karen page holds a bloody knife over a dead man the cops burst into the room and karen cries that she didn't kill him later brett calls foggy and tips him off that karen brett you know the the police officer can i just make a Mm -hmm.
1: little small uh comment i cannot stand when i'm watching movies and tv shows and somebody grabs a bloody knife yes
0: Cause she haven't watched no no episodes of SVU, Law and Order, like it like was no TV show. it was
1: shows like I was just watching Only Murders in the Building, and then just like I was watching that Pretty Little Liars like recap thing. I spent like six hours watching that. Mm. But anyway, um, people always grabbing things that they think is evidence with a bare hand. If I walked into a crime scene, I would be afraid to breathe.
0: I'm like, trace evidence. They'll find the the dust particulates (laughs) with my DNA.
1: No, seriously. It was this episode of Forensic Files that they caught a killer because he had the person's dog hair in his car mm. and they're like how would you have her dog hair in your car unless her body was in her car mm-hmm. i'm like gee cersei sheds so much and it's always on my clothes so i'm you like good. they'll find they'll find this one particle and they'll be like it's from her cat right and they'll arrest me for 20 years
0: i feel like i saw some tv show like they found a lady's weave <laughs> Like they knew like This is her weave It's not her hair But it's her weave
1: <laughs> Yo They will do them like Mass spectrometers and shit And they just be like Man They will look at it And they will be like Yep it's the same We I'm got her Definitely not grabbing
0: a knife Definitely not getting no blood on me But Yo, I would still I'm be wiping, terrified I'm wiping I'm
1: wiping I'm gonna like Open the door And I'm like mm. Close the door <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, My name Bennett I ain't in it I ain't in it, it. Alright so My name Paul That's between (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Okay. Later,
0: Brett calls Foggy and tips him off that Karen is being held in police custody for a homicide. Foggy and Matt go to meet her in the new NYPD office where they introduce themselves. They say that they're on... on, uh, Sorry. They say that they're there to offer her legal assistance. And they say that Karen is the only suspect in the murder of a man named Daniel Fisher. Karen asks why they're helping her, and they admit that they're new lawyers desperately seeking clients. Karen would be their first client, and um, she says that she worked with Fisher, and they were friends. Earlier that night, they met up for a few drinks at a bar. Karen says that um, she then blacked out, woke up with a bloody knife in her hand, and hearing her steady heartbeat, Matt knows that she is not lying. The next morning, Wilskin Fiskis, that's the name. Wilson Fisk is <laughs> right-hand Fistcus. man. Wesley. Oh, that is his name. Okay. Good looking out. Wesley meets a man in New York uh, and tells him to pay the debt to the kingpin. Oh, this is the guy that I was talking about mm-hmm. with the daughter. So they extorted him because he borrowed money, which was fucking stupid. And so across town, Matt and Foggy pour over Karen's case. Matt wonders why the police haven't formally pressed charges, deciding that there is something fishy with the case. And he thinks that she's innocent. But Foggy remains unconvinced. They agree to take the case anyway. Then we see her in the holding cell. And girl, the jail guard tried to kill her. Bitch. And guess who it was? The person with the daughter. Right. So Karen is able to save herself. And then when they show up, they are able to bargain for her release. Um, I love how Matt is just like, he calls them on their bullshit, basically and he's able to get you know get her out or whatever and i i really like that he has like this all jump across this table energy right nobody really notices it i think it's because like he's blind
1: <laughs> and they don't like assume him like he's unassuming mm-hmm. but they also like i can't hit a blind person mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so he probably used that to his advantage and just be
0: cuz i'll be looking at him like why he be talking like his facial expressions, like not even really facial expressions, but like his body language, mm-hmm. it's very much like I'll beat your ass, right? But I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna pretend like, like I, I can. can't. Mm-hmm. But don't get it twisted.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, I love everything about the show so far. It's it's like Law and Order, but like fights. I me. said
1: the same thing. <laughs> I said, okay, I can't remember what episode it was. But but I did make a note of it I was just like You like medical dramas mm-hmm. And I love like law dramas mm-hmm. And I also love like action movies And stuff like that So yeah. this is just like The yeah. best of both worlds And I am loving it They do it so seamlessly too mm-hmm. Like it works it, mm-hmm. it works really good And it's not silly yeah. It doesn't feel silly at all. It seems like in this in this world this is completely possible that there is a crime fight and vigilante mm-hmm. who also is a lawyer in the daytime. I definitely believe them as lawyers too. Uh-huh. Especially it, like brand new lawyers.
0: Yeah, but they seem like they really know the law. And like what the fuck they talking about too. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, so Matt and Foggy Ben take Karen um, to the offices of Nelson and Murdoch. She says that she knows why the guard guard tried to kill her. She told them that she worked at the offices of Union Allied, a property developer, and was working to restore uh, New York's West Side. She said um, she was the secretary for the company's chief accountant. And um, basically, she accidentally opened an email that was meant for her boss, and she figured out that They were embezzling money. Mm -hmm.
1: So before that, I can't remember exactly what the scene was, but, you know, I've been looking up all these little terms and stuff that I don't know. But they mentioned something called Brady material. Mm -hmm. And what that is, is uh, evidence the prosecutor prosecutor is required to disclose under this rule includes any evidence favorable to the accused. Mm-hmm. Evidence that goes towards negating a defendant's guilt that would reduce a defendant's potential sentence or evidence going to the credibility of a witness. So that that's when they were talking, they were talking like, well, why haven't they charged her yet? Mm-hmm. And it's like because they know that somebody else was in the apartment with her and that man and then and the D.A. is obligated to turn that evidence to the defense so that it would exonerate her. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to get her killed before that happened. Because legally, the Brady material. Okay. So they would have had to like turn that information over legally
0: mm-hmm.
1: because she was innocent, but they knew that it would it would implicate the boss man, and they were like, "Nah, we gotta get this handled." <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of
0: me- medical dramas and law TV shows, so when you mentioned that, I um, thought about. This term I've heard this on um on Grey's Anatomy, and I'm 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 googling it right now because I don't want to say it wrong because if an actual medical expert is listening to this show, they'd be like, "What the fuck,
1: Brittany?" I know, right?
0: <laughs> but no, um. So I know they call it like Bradying down, mm-hmm. and I know it's like is I've
1: heard that before.
0: Yeah, it's like a heart. Yes. I'm googling it Bradycardia, A slow heart rate usually defined by less than 60 beats per minute I've heard that on Grey's Anatomy a lot of times And I knew it had something to do with the heart So That was a tangent <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that
1: And it's like you know what we we get each other Right
0: <laughs> Okay um So She found out that they was embezzled
1: Embezzled
0: Embezzled with money
1: So rock it <laughs>
0: So, so Karen went to her boss and told them about the whole embezzlement thing. But he laughed her off. And then she brought the numbers to Daniel Fisher, the the dead guy, who works in the... He worked in the company's legal department. And that's when, you know, they had went out for the drink. And they were going to, like, do this whole thing. But then she passed out. And he was fucking dead. So she burst into tears. And then Matt promises to take care of her. And I was just like... <laughs> What did you say? Cause I got a note on that too. She he says exactly, she can stay with me. I'll keep you safe. And I said, You're blind. What the fuck are you gonna do? <laughs> and I
1: said, I said, I would have been like, boy, what you gonna do? <laughs> How did she not say that? Like, sir, you are like 180 I pounds. I would have been like, do? I love the confidence, babes. But hmm, do you got a gun? <laughs> All right. Thank you for your thoughts and prayers. But I'll be catching a flight. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I'm going to my mama house.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, yeah, I definitely was on that page. Like, uh, come on. What is you don't do? All right. So Matt takes Karen to his apartment. He offers her a clean T-shirt, and she asks him what it's like to be blind. Um, Matt recalls how he became blind uh, when he was nine. He says that he remembers what it was like to see, and he admit, admits that he does miss sight.
1: I was like, what if he was pretending to be blind? That would be so fucked up. (laughs) She was like, just getting naked. She definitely was just like, well, he can't see me anyway. Right. Well, in that part, wasn't she saying, like, oh, you don't know what I'm going through, basically? She had said something like, I can't remember. Oh. Because I have a note that says, like, it's random. But it's like, I wonder if it's insensitive to say stuff like, I can't ma- imagine what you're going through. Because I think she does say something like that, like, I can't imagine. I'm like, is that rude? Because it... I feel like I just wouldn't comment on his blindness. Yeah. I probably would have
0: never asked him what it was like to be blind.
1: Yeah. Me either. I would let that person say something. I wouldn't just be like, so what's it like to be disabled? Yeah. Me as an able-bodied person. Right. Right. But, yeah, I was like, uh, is it insensitive to say stuff like I can't imagine what you're going through or if it's better than just trying to make it seem like you understand? I'm like, I never know what to say in situations where those are too popular responses because they seem wrong. So I just end up not saying anything. Same. Honestly. Like, Same. if somebody's like, oh, like, my family member died, I'm like,
0: oh, I am so what did,
1: sorry. But what did you do yesterday? Right. <laughs> besides, Word what did that? that feel like? I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly exactly that's terrible that yeah. sounds like a really terrible oh my mom just died oh i can't imagine what that's like wonder, that sounds like a really dickhead thing to say
0: yeah and it's probably they probably didn't have any blind people consulting while they were writing this yeah because i'm a blind person probably would have been like yeah no don't say don't that. say that yeah it sounds very insensitive right like if they aren't offended by stuff like that, shout out to them for being a bigger person. Because I've been like, I'm not the fuck her. You mean? What do you think? Close your eyes, <laughs> close, bitch. Close
1: your eyes and let me glue your eyes shut. Right. For the rest of the day, and then we'll see. You can see what it feels like. Then you can imagine it as a person who wears glasses and can't see shit without them. For real, it is very. It, I'm sure it fucking
0: sucks to be all the way blind.
1: Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> That was I did not mean like <laughs> anyway. Funny story. I refer to Matt in this in my notes as Maddie M. Why? I don't know. I think I wrote it. Cause his dad was calling him Maddie or something. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept tap typing Maddie M, which is weird because it's quicker to just oh, type M- Matt. You're so special. <laughs> but I just be Maddie M said this, and Maddie M is fine as hell. That's daddy. Like Maddie M is daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on
0: So uh, so Maddie M runs through (laughs) Karen's story again Asking her you know Questions basically Um, Then he figures out that she was fucking lying Because she didn't tell him That she had actually still had the file And that's why they tried to Fucking kill her Mm -hmm. So he figured out that she was lying because of her uh, Heartbeat or whatever Yeah. So across the city a group of men from union allied meet with a woman named madam gal i think that's how Mm they pronounced it seems right um 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 um. so he comes to meet them saying that uh his boss uh wesley comes to meet them saying his boss couldn't make it and then um he asks why the men at the dock were short on their supply supply meaning women Mm -hmm. actual alive human beings Mm -hmm. um so they make a reference to you know The man in black the vigilante or whatever beat them up set the girls free and then um gal wants to know if daredevil took the nearby money from himself um and then they say like no you know he's not the kind of guy so basically wesley is like the kingpin will handle it because he's disrupting their
1: operations it's incredibly infuriating and obviously this is fiction but this obviously happens all the time to women across the world, mm-hmm. we're just seen as a resource, mm-hmm. just like milk yeah. or bread, basically, to be like bought and sold and everything. Y'all stay vigilant. Mm-hmm. When y'all walking around at night, be aware of your surroundings. Don't it goes be walking. Back to, um- that conversation in Black Widow. Remember, yes, he's just like, I thought look, about that. Nobody cares about these little girls, so mm-hmm. whatever. Exactly. Don't be wearing headphones in your head when you walk into your car at night or anything like that. Keep some pepper spray, a taser, knife, gun, whatever you got to do because they will snatch your ass up and sell that you sure to will. the highest bidder. And if you brown or black, ain't nobody going to look for you. It's fucking ridiculous
0: like, that we have to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember like when I used to like jog through the neighborhood, I blogged like this. Alarm thingy So like if somebody ever attacked me It would just beep like loud
1: as fuck and not go off And it also came with pepper spray It's just like why I gotta do this Exactly (laughs) No I work really early in the morning So it's really dark when I go to work Mm -hmm. So I just be looking. I got my pepper spray. You had my pepper spray for a long time. So I was just like running (laughs) to my car, basically. I brought it back. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I got it. But yeah, I walk to the car with my um, pepper spray constantly. And when I get into Ubers, I like close the door softly so it doesn't close all the way. And then I open it it back up. Mm -hmm. So I know that the child lock isn't on and I can get out the car if I need to.
0: You know, this is... Further tangent. <laughs> so I was leaving Shanice's house once, and I had to get an Uber, and she came out to like make sure I got into the car okay. And she was like, "When you get in, don't close the door all the way, and then open it to make sure the child lock, the child lock is not on." And I did this, and I was just like, "Damn." It's real crazy that we just actively <laughs> trying to not be
1: kidnapped.
0: I just want to go home
1: for real. I will send a screenshot of my Uber driver. Mm-hmm. I use Lyft, but I will send a screenshot. I'm like sharing my location with like ten different people. So yeah, <laughs> don't try and grab me because people gonna find me. Everybody know I share my location with like. Almost
0: everybody that I talk to that has an iPhone has my location.
1: Girl, I share my location. I, like, looked and saw who I share my location with. And Mm -hmm. it's people that I don't even talk to on a regular basis. (laughs) Like, people from Vegas that, like, I used to work with, like, six years ago. Wow. (laughs) And we probably went out one night and we were sharing our location or something. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I share my location with damn near everybody. You know, stay vigilant, guys. For real, come find me. I don't care. Save me. For real, <laughs> have a particular set of skills <laughs> and whoop all them dudes' asses until you. Out, get out all of all the
0: people that we share location with, somebody got to have a particular set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> At least one.
1: For real, please help me. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: Across town, uh, Karen leaves Matt's apartment and walks back to her apartment. Um, the scene of his mur- of Fisher's murder. She sees the bloodstains in the carpet. She enters the room and recovers the Union-allied file with the incriminating evidence, but, obviously, she's not alone. A man enters the apartment, knocks her out, takes the file. Um, he draws a knife on her, but then, thank God, Daredevil enters. The two struggle in an equally matched fight. Um, they put, the guy pushes Matt out of the fucking window. Yo, he been going through it. Man, they fall. He struggles mm-hmm. to pick himself up. So they fucking fight, And while they're fighting, he's having like flashbacks of like his dad, you know, he's fighting. He's trying to study. Well, his dad is fighting and then he like doesn't want him to end up, you know, a brawler like him. Mm-hmm. Then we flash back to them fighting and ultimately, Daredevil is able to subdue him But he's fucking exhausted He gets the file back and takes it to the police And then like All of it, all the whole scandal is made public In the newspaper And um, they find a scapegoat To keep this clean That fight
1: Was so fucking brutal It was Like they were really fighting to the death They was fighting fighting They wasn't, no pulling punches They was like One of us is leaving this alive. That's one of the things that really separates
0: these uh, Netflix shows from, like, the MCU. It's way more gritty. It's so gritty. And, like, I really believe, like, somebody gonna die at the Mm -hmm. end of this fight. Mm -hmm. In the Marvel movies, it's not
1: really always the case. Like, they're usually fighting to subdue the other person. Exactly. It's like, oh, they'll get knocked out. Right. Like, Captain America ain't, like, knocking heads off. Exactly. (laughs) Killing people. Like he could. Exactly. Like I would be. <laughs> for real. You would be more like Daredevil or Punisher. Punisher, definitely.
0: <laughs> Can't wait till we watch that shit. I'm for
1: real. I put uh I said the fact that Maddie M's mask can stay on this whole time during the fight and my bonnet doesn't stay on <laughs> when I'm asleep at night has me a little annoyed. <laughs>
0: Man, like, I'll try... I will <laughs> even put
1: scarves on my head. The fact that he's fighting with this scarf over his face...
0: <laughs> scarves flip off when the wind blows. For
1: real. I'm like, dang, he got that gorilla grip. Not... <laughs> like, what the fuck? I have a fucking headache. But that shit stayed on, though. Mm-hmm.
0: And then the fucking Karen... So you go to this place where if you've seen a movie, you knew that it was a bad idea to go back to your fucking apartment and people are trying to kill you. Right. But then... They like fighting, and she watching. Like, bitch, run! Exactly.
1: Like, what are you doing? Why
0: are you still here? So if Daredevil lose, your ass is grabbed. Exactly. I would not be sticking around to see who won that fight. I
1: take my evidence and I out of there,
0: just gone. I don't know. She's she had way too much faith in his hands.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, obviously he do got hands and he won, but she didn't know he was gonna fucking win.
1: Exactly, girl.
0: Mm-mm. So yeah, um, I was watching it and I was just like, Matt, he gotta have like top five pants that we didn't see.
1: Girl, top two and not number two. <laughs> gotta be, cause who doing this? I don't even know if fucking Captain America got anything for him.
0: I oh, don't know, cause he be beating ass, he be tad wheezing,
1: still fighting though for real. <laughs> And then I think, what is it, the next episode when he is literally dying. Yeah! What? Crazy as fuck. Crazy as fuck, boy. (laughs) Across town, Matt, Foggy,
0: and Karen celebrate Karen's innocence. There, Matt and Foggy decide to hire Karen as their uh, official secretary. Later, he enters the old gym and he starts training on a punching bag, perfecting his fighting skills. In another building, um, a man from Union Allied drains a Wilson Fisk incriminating accounts, while Fisk uh his other goons kill off anybody with a connection to the Union Allied
1: bullshit, bruh. That scene was crazy. They yeah. were like, mm, "We just gonna go ahead and cut off any loose ends."
0: Yeah, they. The whole thing is fucking wild. Um, then we see a man looking over blueprints for New York City, um, which. He has, like, a Japanese character scrawl across blocks of Hell's Kitchen. We don't really know what that is about, but apparently... His
1: architectural lettering? Beautiful. As an interior design major, just... Mine is terrible. It's just beautiful. Okay. Um, At the,
0: end, the very end of the episode, Matt stands on top of a building and um has on his, you know, his shit, and he's just listening with his super fucking ears, and he hears a kidnapping take place, and he springs into action.
1: So, reaction after the first episode, mm-hmm. and this is literally what I wrote: I am very interested in this series. Series after the first episode, interested in finding out if his accident resulted in the strength and other abilities like Alex Mack, or if he's more like a blind Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love the Alex <laughs> Mack. I did write a couple things too. Um, I say that the first three moments of the show perfectly set, uh, set up Matt Murdock. Murdock as the show's uh, and the show's major themes: his childhood and his relationship with his father, mm-hmm. Catholicism, and his violence. I feel like he's constantly at odds with himself, with himself, and his Catholicism. Like he struggles to be a good Catholic, yet he clings to his religion, but he also fights criminals. And enjoys taking out his anger on them with extreme violence. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, his Catholicism keeps him from going like super Too crazy. Far. Yeah. So, like it kind of, it motivates him to do what he does. Even though it's not what he should be doing right. as a Catholic person. Right. The, I think that's just... The characterizations, come on. Marvel don't miss. Mm-mm. Um. I feel like, um... Uh, it's just, it's really crazy that the American justice system is just so, like, fucking trash. It's absolutely we, terrible. It's, it's so bad that we have to create these people with special abilities to fight for justice because we feel like normal humans cannot do that.
1: And the thing is, that's in a fictional world. In our real world, this is not happening. If you, like, mm-hmm. if this happened in our actual society, Karen would be in jail. Yeah, or just dead. Yeah, and
0: nobody would know Mm -hmm. because she might have had a little bit more of a fight because she's a white, a pretty white woman. But you see what happened to the black girl that just got found dead. They didn't even tell her fucking mama, Mm -hmm. and they were not investigating it until Cardi B tweeted about it. Exactly. So talk shit all you want, Cardi B getting shit done. She gets shit done. (laughs) So it's like we have to create these characters in our minds, like Spider Man, Batman, Daredevil. Just so that they... Because, like, these heroes mainly fight, like, boots-on-the-ground criminals. Mm-hmm. They're not, like... I mean, I think Spider-Man, he does,
1: like, fight superhumans. But but they also... <coughs> but, like, the superhumans... Well, at least in the first one that he fought was, like, an arms dealer. So that's still mm-hmm. kind of boots-on-the-ground. Yeah.
0: And it's just, like, I love these characters and these are cool. But these are definitely... A, created. a Right Because of our Because our society sucks mm-hmm. um, I think Daredevil t- Takes it a step further Because he is a lawyer And he's just not A street vigilante At night mm-hmm. So he's actually
1: like He's trying to do things On both, both sides ways. of the law Right Kind of Not like, on both sides of the law But he's trying to handle things The right way But mm-hmm. he's also like Just in case I got a fail I have a fail safe I'll beat your ass <laughs> Right And I was just watching
0: this And I was thinking like Think of what Batman could have done if he had an education. Yeah, or if he—I mean, he had an education if he decided <laughs> to fucking use it. Because I—I do not know too much about the comic books. I've only re- seen these movies, but from what the Christian Bale ones, during the day, Batman was like sleeping through in business meetings, mm-hmm. taking bitches out on dates, and buying hotels. And then at night, he's beating the fuck out of people selling dying bags on the corner. <laughs>
1: The way that people on TikTok be roasting Batman, they're like, I'm just trying to make a living. (laughs) Right.
0: Trying to feed my kids. Trying to make make enough money to feed my daughter, like Biggie said. (laughs) Leave these people alone. Like, he could have paid for so many, like, prisoner reform programs, after-school programs, halfway houses, et cetera. Yep. But he just decided to beat people ass. He's a villain.
1: And he also... I would put him in like the category of being like a masochist because it's like, mm. you know you're going to hurt yourself. You know you're going to get beat. But you're doing it because you like the pain. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a lot of other ways that you can help it and be behind the, the change you want to see, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Like Maddie M. Maddie M. <laughs> All right. Episode two, shall we? Yes. All right. So episode two, the episode opens with Daredevil bleeding inside of the dumpster, gasping for air. How he arrived there is a mystery for the moment. (laughs) (laughs) A man finds Daredevil in the dumpster and calls for help. A woman named Claire Temple, a.k.a. Night Nurse, hears his cries and rushes over to assist the two take daredevil to claire's apartment they put him on the floor and claire begins examining him she unmasks daredevil in her examination getting a full look at his face then she dials a bleeding she finds a bleeding wound on daredevil's torso and tries to call 911 but daredevil gains consciousness and tells her to stop saying that the man who stabbed him could kill everyone in the hospital just to get to daredevil daredevil pulls himself up and tries leaving but collapses and faints
0: I feel like TV uh, nurses and doctors are like their own kind of superheroes. Yes. And I love how like their abilities are just like, they just pay attention. Mm-hmm. Like how she immediately like, you're blind. Yeah. What are
1: you doing? She's just like, you either real fucked up or uh-huh. <laughs> or you blind. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Uh, I know. That was really crazy. Um, Should have left him there, but we'll get to it. Right? <laughs> for real okay uh daredevil's memories cut to a flashback and i also love how they like put the flashbacks when he's kind of like in distress and probably like needs that encouragement from his dad Mm -hmm. but his dad isn't there so he's just relying on like these memories that he has so especially like like the fight scenes Mm -hmm. because his dad is a boxer and i feel like that
0: that informs a lot of like his fighting style and like just his will to keep going exactly
1: exactly so, Daredevil's memories cut to a flashback from his childhood, where young Matt, young Matty M, watches his fa- father box on television. When Jack comes home later, the two discuss Jack's failed match and Mattie M bandages Jack's boxing wounds. Jack gives Mattie M a drink of liquor to steady his hands while stitching his wounds. Jack tells Matt that he must finish his homework before going to bed, citing the importance of studying once again matt sees the wad of cash jack received from the match much more than a losing man should get and wonders if jack was paid to lose the boxing match i feel like
0: uh the flashbacks in this show reminded me of this is us mm-hmm. i don't I, I don't think you've watched that show Mm-mm, won't ever
1: <laughs> it's it's pretty much the same thing like i feel like everybody that loves that show is trauma bonding yes <laughs> <laughs> yes we are <laughs> But it's it's, like too deep for me It's
0: like the flashbacks Like the things that are happening in the present Like the flashbacks
1: Like inform them a little bit Mm -hmm. And it like rounds the story out It's almost like a memory In that moment as More than just a flashback Mm -hmm. It's like this is what he's thinking right now
0: Yeah I I think that it's really well done Like sometimes that annoys me When TV shows do that Mm -hmm. But it's not so much Like it's not like a major plot point It's just Further character development And I like that
1: Yeah Um Jack is also Father of the year Like He's like yeah Have some scotch And do my stitches (laughs) What Right (laughs) What You got your like
0: Seven year old boy Being the cut man And then in present day Claire is kind of The cut man Right Which is interesting I had to google it I knew what a cut man meant but I had to Google it for anybody out there who Husband does not make them watch boxing All the time Exactly. A cut man is a person responsible for preventing and treating Physical damage to a boxer During a fight um, During the breaks in between the rounds You know they uh, Help the swelling put ice on the nose Their nose stop the nose bleeds All of that extra bullshit So there you go
1: I hella cringe during that scene Because like watching him put the needle through the skin But I'm like yeah. This is for Britney you went to Gray's Anatomy University. <laughs> he was know, doing you,
0: them sutures, baby. Exactly. You did a you whipple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just knew that you would freaking love that. <laughs> All right. So back in the present, Karen Page sets up her desk at Nelson and Murdoch's law office late at night. Foggy enters in the two chat. Foggy convinces Karen to stop working and go out with him for a drink with Matt. Foggy is me when I'm home alone singing. <laughs> And like no, no one can hear me whole <laughs> time. My windows all the way open. <laughs> Neighbors probably pissed. <laughs> Unfortunately, Matt can't make it as he currently remains under Claire's care. When that would be a really good name for a uh, urgent care. Under Claire's care. <laughs> when he comes in, uh well, when he comes to, Claire runs through all the wounds Matt inflicted. She says that she's something like a doctor, but says the less daredevil knows about her the better daredevil thanks her for her help and she said that her name she's like she said she's like oh my name is and you know she was in rent and was like they call me they call me me me
0: (laughs) super cute i like that she does this i'm assuming that she's probably just like the hood doctor Right, people can't afford healthcare and things like that. They come. They need stitches. Yeah, you bring your baby to get the stitches from Miss Claire down the hall.
1: Cause why would he come and get her? Right. Why wouldn't he just be like, "I'm gonna call 911 Yeah. Unless she was, unless she already kind of set that precedent. Like oh you can bring your wounded to me Mm -hmm. But she probably only meant like Stitches and band-aids and like What to do if your baby got a cough Not dudes half dead In a dumpster (laughs) And that's probably another commentary
0: on American society Mm -hmm. Because this is not like A thing like My sister-in-law is a phlebotomist She works in a hospital when my kids have something I'm calling her When they got COVID I was like My kids got COVID What should I do She right. almost like a nurse I don't want to go to the doctor Because then I got to pay money I'm exactly. broke
1: Exactly I, I would just Google things America Right <laughs> Actually one of my other best friends Is like a nurse too And she's in school to be a doctor So I'd probably be like Ashley what should I do mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright so uh, Matt enters a flashback a flashback from when he was in the hospital right after he went blind. His enhanced senses started kicking in, causing him to panic. But Jack is there to soothe him. Daredevil wakes up in the present on Claire's couch, unable to breathe. Claire surmises that his lung collapsed and opens his airway with a needle.
0: I called that. I just wanted to say that my grades anatomy, medical education. I was like, oh, his lung collapsed, baby. Got
1: right. coal in it. I I did. I did know that. <laughs> I did know that. And it's funny that you just said that she was, like, the neighborhood, like, nurse or whatever, and I called her a trap doctor. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) All right. So, Daredevil, I mean, Recovered, Daredevil then explains how he tried stopping a kidnapping from the end of episode one. A child was being kidnapped for a Russian-led human trafficking ring. Daredevil followed the van that kidnapped the boy, but when he arrived at the van's destination... Uh, arrived to the advanced destination, he discovered that the group of men were actually waiting for Daredevil, the entire scenario a trap. The daredevil says that he barely escaped the ambush, but his assailants are still out there with the boy looking for him. Daredevil quickly stops and says that someone else has entered Claire's apartment building. But how does he know? Daredevil says that he smells the man in the building. The cars uh, are
0: coming from inside the house.
1: For real, girl. What? <laughs> I said the woman was too stunned to speak. <laughs> Bruh, how you spell smell a man from the third floor? Through all that concrete, concrete right. and,
0: pl- and drywall and shit And
1: he knows that he's going from door to door
0: mm. What? What does a Russian mob's guy smell like?
1: Cheap cologne I was probably gonna say sweat. like Dollar store cologne and sweat <laughs> Little gel and vodka Ooh yeah Heavy on the <laughs> locker <laughs> I was like this man is for real a superhero With no serums or suits And without being a guy But at the same time I'd move to fucking Wyoming or something. He's like the girl from Encanto whose gift is to hear everything. Man, I would definitely...
0: The way Wanda was in that little cabin in the woods, that's where I would would be at. You smelling people? No. You
1: can... can, No. No. Because, like, every now and then, my smell... Because I don't have that really good, like, sense of smell. But every now and then, like, it's super high. And I'd be like, yo, does this place always smell like
0: this? Man, if it's anything like being pregnant and you get a whiff of something and then now you want to throw throw up. up. I throw up all the time.
1: I just move to the middle of nowhere and just be like, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to smell nothing. That's like sensory overload. Yeah. I
0: couldn't.
1: All right. Matt then flashes back to his childhood where he studies braille in the gym while Jack trains in the boxing ring. Matt explains how Braille works to Jack. Then two men named Roscoe and Sweeney enter the gym and tell tell Jack that he has a match with a man named Creel. They tell Jack that... They misspelled a word. <laughs> <laughs> they tell Jack that he has to throw the fight, but Jack refuses. Roscoe and Sweeney threaten that if Jack doesn't throw the fight in the fifth round, they'll kill him and leave Matt an orphan. Real fucked up back Mm -hmm. in the present daredevil gets up and readies himself for the new man in the in the building the man knocks on the door and says he's a new york city cop named detective foster when claire opens the door foster says that he's looking for a black masked man concocting a story that he robbed a nearby bodega earlier that night claire says she saw nothing and foster leaves daredevil doesn't buy it though and correctly Posits that the cop is really a Russian thug in disguise. Daredevil then ex- exits the building, seduces Detective Foster with a fucking fire hydrant. Mm. I mean, not a fire hydrant, a fire extinguisher. That was amazing, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> he, I don't know how that man wasn't dead. <laughs> it felt, it was, it had to be so heavy. It hit him so good. That <laughs> should have caved his his fucking skull Facts there, like how um yo this is why you don't be a good samaritan like he got her roped into all his drama poor
0: claire like the whole night literally her only goal was to keep men from dying Mm -hmm. inside of her apartment Mm -hmm. that's all
1: she wanted and i was just like girl these men don't give a shit about your house girl exactly they will fuck it up (laughs) at a certain point (laughs) i made a note i was like I forgot. I completely forgot I was supposed to be taking notes because I think that was my last note for a
0: really long time. That was the hard part about watching this show because it's it's so so captivating. It's so good. I was
1: just into it and I was like, oh yeah, I'm watching this for a podcast. I should probably take some type of notes or something. Right. I just thought that this whole scene
0: was like just a perfect like crash course and what it's like to have a blind superhero, Mm -hmm. like because. I think like the first episode, like yeah, we did get the whole like oh he can mostly see based on sounds mm-hmm. and he does the whole like heartbeat thing. But this episode we get so much more like him smelling people through the fucking building and then the whole like fire escape thingy, like the heart like every I don't know. We're we're kinda like Claire. And we're watching him do these amazing things. And we're just like, but you're blind. But
1: like, how though?
0: What is happening right now? (laughs) I feel like that's how she was this whole episode. Like, but wait, wait. Wait,
1: You're blind.
0: You're blind. (laughs) What do you mean you can smell him and you know that he's lying? Yeah. What are you talking about right Mm -hmm. now? It was great.
1: Yeah, I love it. Across town, Foggy and Karen grab a drink at Josie's, a dive bar near Nelson and Murdoch's office. They banter for a bit and keep the drinks flowing. Foggy prods Karen about waking up with a dead body in her apartment. She recalls how if the man in the mask didn't save her. So she doesn't know that that was Matt. Mm-mm. Somehow. She's stupid. <laughs> Not like your mouth look real familiar. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not about the same height.
0: You don't really disguise your voice too much. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. She recalls how if the man in the mask didn't save her, she'd be dead. Karen says she doesn't see the city anymore. All she sees are dark corners and threats. Girl, you should have saw that before. Facts. You went in New York. What if she I, thought she was in Calabasas? I live in Glendale <laughs> and all I see is fucking dark corners and threats. Every
0: day, like yesterday we were packing to move and Prince like came in and just like sat down and I was like, but did you close and lock the moving truck? Cause in my mind, we still in Chicago. Right. They go steal our large shit. Like, what do you mean? It's broad right. daylight.
1: Right. I I can't get it out of me. And she is a New Yorker. So how did you not? She definitely seems like somebody from Iowa that moved to New York for college and just stayed. Gotta
0: be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're <girl>, right. <laughs> how are you not seeing these threats? Right. You live in a place called Hell's Kitchen. That don't sound like
0: a fun place to be. Don't sound like rainbows and unicorns. No. Alright, girlfriend.
1: Alright, <laughs> so Foggy tries comforting her, says saying that Hell's kitchen is full of decent people. He comforts her and the and they decide to stay out for the rest of the night. Excuse me. On the roof of Claire's apartment, she and Daredevil tie the unconscious Russian thug up. Clara tries, oh, tries asking about Daredevil's unique abilities, but Daredevil interjects and asks why she helped a masked man in a dumpster. Claire explains that recently, during her shifts in an emergency room, a number of injured men have come in and claimed that they were thrashed by a man in a black mask. She says that Daredevil's reputation Is spreading fast in Hell's Kitchen So when she found him in the dumpster She knew he was the vigilante The wounded ER patients described I wanna get thrashed by Girl By Matt Murdock Girl Maddie M
0: couldn't get it <laughs> Okay I like this scene and um How when they I don't know if we've gotten to that part yet When they um Interrogate the Russian guy She's wearing like, all white uh-huh. And he's wearing all black Yeah I got it. I got the symbolism.
1: And the thing is, with, like, she's all cloaked and hooded and got her face covered. Girl, he already seen you. Got the same outfit on. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You just put a hoodie on. Yeah. No, it don't work like that, boo. Exactly. He already know where you live. All right. So uh, Matt has another flashback to his childhood home there Jack opens a package containing his red and gold boxing robe they talk about never quitting and the importance of always getting back up Jack then calls a bookie and bets on himself to win the boxing match against Creel he tells the bookie to put the winnings in a private account in Matt's name Jack makes another call to a woman and tells her via voicemail that Matt will need uh, will soon need her help
0: I was so irritated at this part because like yes I get it But why did he not think it would have been better for his child to have the money that he would have got from losing, and to have his daddy still alive? Pride, yeah, male hubris, male fucking ego, and y'all toxic masculinity. Because what would make you think that a blind child would be okay being an orphan? With your $2,500 that you probably won off that fight.
1: 2500
0: It couldn't have been that fucking much right. money because he still a, grew up
1: poor. Exactly. So is the insinuation the fact that his dad was actually a very talented boxer? He was just throwing all these matches. I, I think he
0: threw some of them when he got paid because he was in bed with the fucking... Who was it? The Irish or whoever. Mm-hmm. So I think he was really good... But then with this one, obviously, like, he wanted to look good for his child because I think his child got to the age where he was following him as a professional boxer. Mm -hmm. And, like, I I get that.
1: And it was some type of, like, uh, speech that he was reading mm -hmm. that probably also made him want to, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of convinced him to be like, no, I want to make him proud.
0: Yeah. But my thing is, as a former child and a, a current parent, I feel like you're all you're going to figure out that your parents are flawed humans. Like, they're mm-hmm. not perfect. Eventually, you're going to know that. So, I feel like in the long run, it would have been better to just be there for your child. Right. And just try to explain these things. Like, this is what actually happened. Whoop-de-whoop. And actually be present and not dead. Right. Like, your kid is going to find out that you're not evin- invincible. Mm-hmm. So, you don't have to, like, keep up this facade that you're, like, this tough boxing dude like dude whatever whatever okay that's all I had
1: <laughs> yeah that was a very uh
0: it was a very man decision to make because I I could
1: never you'd be like you know what I'll get knocked out for this money when you want me to lay down how long <laughs> Are they gonna hit me hard? Right. Or can they hit me soft and I just pretend like I'm not right. gonna Tell them to hit
0: me soft and I'ma act like it hurt. Exactly. And then I'm gonna lay that out. Exactly. And get my money. Tell
1: to have them tell me what moves they are gonna do so I know that this is the knockout punch. Exactly. Quote unquote knockout punch. <laughs> Cause have, you ain't. If have you a
0: wink first, cause,
1: right? Cause if it's fake, you ain't gotta hit me hard, baby. Right. <laughs> if it's fake already, you ain't gotta hit me hard. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to be hit at all, mm-hmm. which is why I'm not a boxer. Um, in the present, a drunken Foggy and Karen go to Matt's apartment and try getting him to come come to the door. They want Matt to come party with them, but Matt obviously isn't home. So Karen and Foggy continue to walk the streets of Hell's Kitchen by themselves, bonding. Uh, Daredevil nearby Daredevil interrogates the now conscious Russian thro- thug on Claire's roof hearing the thug's heartbeat Daredevil knows that he's lying or not when he's lying or not telling the truth the thug says he doesn't know who the Russian sold the kidnapped boy to using extreme methods of torture in his interrogation Daredevil tells the man that he enjoys causing him extreme pain the Russian finally tells Matt where he can find his boss. Daredevil returns the favor by dropping him off the roof. He tells Claire that he that the thug will live. She was blue when he threw him off that roof. She was like, oh, I didn't sign up for this. Right. <laughs> he then tells Claire to hide somewhere safe in the city. She tells Daredevil where she'll be in case he needs more medical help later in the night. And I was just like, how is he supposed to go to work, look, and beat the fuck up? Then I Girl. watched the next episode, right. and I was just like, oh, that's how. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the past, Jack Murdoch enters the ring for his fight against Creel. With Matt watching the fight on TV at home, Jack defeats Creel. Jack then tries fleeing the boxing ring before the mobsters can kill him, but he's too slow. They shoot him dead in an alley nearby his apartment. Matt hears the gunshots in the apartment and runs to his dead father. Have you seen um, Pulp Fiction?
0: hmm This is how uh, 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 Bruce Willis's storyline was supposed to end yeah, <laughs> in Pulp Fiction, but, yes. you know, Quentin Tarantino and his shenanigans, so we got another movie instead, but that's immediately what I thought about. At the end of this like I
1: actually have only seen that movie all the way through once Mm. But that's actually like a really good point
0: Yeah I had a Tarantino moment I used to watch all those movies a lot
1: And the thing that slows him down Is people cheering his fucking name Mm. No He should have watched Pulp
0: Fiction Because Bruce was out of there Right (laughs) He was not playing no fucking games He had his
1: plans together Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's like we out (laughs) We done (laughs) in the present daredevil ambushes the russian gang leaders hideout they still have the kidnapped boy with them daredevil badly wounded struggles to subdue all the men he ultimately succeeds however and rescues the kidnapped boy and i actually put right here that daredevil versus cap is a good matchup Mm. and also i was like this man was beating like 10 niggas ass at once and he's severely injured when i saw that hallway right Cause Daredevil, what you see, he gonna give
0: you a hallway. It's gonna give you a hallway, baby. He gonna work <laughs> the fuck out of the hallway. <laughs> this scene, oh my god! Like the, I loved how they like shot it. We stayed in the hallway, but uh-huh. you see him going in and out of rooms. Yeah, He is flying out of the fucking
1: doors. And he shit. was, and he was doing the hop.
0: Man, and he was knocking
1: people out. And he look, he would look tired and mm-hmm. injured and in pain. Mm-hmm. They did not like hype him up or make him seem like he was like oh I, i'm invincible like no yes baby was tired he baby was, like he was on his deathbed he down was working here.
0: he was working
1: i was like <laughs> either he's a fucking beast of a human or mm-hmm. they're shitty fighters and they can't shoot for a damn because how you like it was literally like 10 dudes and he will all the ass
0: in the in the in the well lit pretty well it was a dim hallway but it was enough for a seeing person to be able to see what was going on they still got their ass whooped
1: by a blind man
0: and i love that when he went into the room to get the little boy we don't go in there we only hear his voice Mm -hmm. so you have to like use your other senses and your like not your eyes to enjoy that moment right and i love like this show does that so much like it puts us in his shoes almost yes it's a Come it's on. a masterpiece Come on Daredevil is
1: Come on This is a really Fucking good show <laughs>
0: It's good So that concludes Our episode one and two Um Obviously we're fans And <laughs> Obviously Obviously The show is fucking amazing I hope y'all are Rewatching it with us And if not You know We are going Scene by scene So you can just Listen to us In our witty banter Um So what are we watching I just like to say that I finished The Witcher. Finally. And if you listen to this show, you know that Shanee was encouraging me to watch this show mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. And while we were not recording and while I had COVID, I was binge watching it. My thoughts I'm disappointed in myself that it took me so long to watch something that is clearly within my genre. Of exactly. <laughs> I like, know. you love this shit. I love this shit. I love violence. I love Henry Cavill. I love, like, supernatural, like, the fantasy. fantasy. I love it all. Like, if you liked Lord of the Rings, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones,
1: uh, what? Nothing. I'll tell you in a second.
0: Okay. If you like those shows, then you'll obviously like The the Witcher. It's the, it's the same shit, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, all that monsters. I think Geralt is an amazing father um he's a great guy i enjoy him and all his grunts my daddy (laughs) facts (laughs) (laughs) and i'm excited i feel like i know that they're doing the season three but i feel like henry cavill said like he loves being Geralt and he's gonna do it for as long as he can do it and i love when actors feel that way about Mm -hmm. stuff especially when it's good stuff
1: Uh, yeah because some people will be like. As I want to be a, locked down. Yeah. I want to do other things. Exactly. No, give the people what they want. Yes. We're going to keep giving you our views and then they're going to keep giving you money. Like, I want
0: 10 seasons of The Witcher. I don't care. Mm-hmm.
1: Make it as weird as you want.
0: Take I'm your time. St- I'm going
1: to still watch I'm it. I'm going to still be there. Um, what I was going to say is you mentioned Lord of the Rings and I saw. Did I send it to you? The graphic for The po- the Rings of Power? Mm-hmm. So that's going to be coming out in September. Second 2020. Ooh. Come on. Yes. So, all right. So, what I'm watching, girl, I've watched so many things in the past couple weeks. Ooh, okay. Only Murders in the Building. Could mm. not recommend that show enough. Mm-hmm. If you like mystery shows like um like murder mysteries or anything like that, the Who Done mm-hmm. so good. I do not know how they made a TV show with Steve Martin. Martin Short And Selena Fucking Gomez And made it work Random (laughs) And then Jan From the Not Jan from the office Her name is Jan In the show But Holly from the office Mm -hmm. Is in it too Mm. And The show is so damn good Mm. I wish I could have Binged it faster But It's one season Like a full season Yeah It was It came out Like the first season Was like It came out in like August or something Okay And they're working On the second season now Oh the show is amazing.
0: I might wait till the second season to come out because that really worked out for me with The Witcher, because I know like didn't The Witcher like the first season come out like a long ass time in ago? like twenty twenty two? Yeah, I mean, in twenty twenty.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a really funny show. Did you look at that TikTok I
0: tagged you in about that new murder show that's on Netflix? Which I one? I can't remember what it's called, but it's a um, it's kind of like an impromptu like murder murderville. Show.
1: Yeah I put it to, I've added that to my list I wanna looks, watch that too um, Alexis from Schitt's Creek isn't it mm-hmm. I, So I'm like I'm a, I am put that on my list of things to watch I've also just been like As a feel good show I've been watching um, Cheer Season 2 mm. Cause it's a cute show And I'm like Don't really have to rush to watch it Nobody's really talking about it Yeah Euphoria Weekly Yeah I'm caught up on Euphoria Woo Cal? Cow was reading the fuck out of them.
0: I went, I told my husband, I was like, I just hope that you don't have a double life, that you're not telling me, just tell me now. Exactly. Because <laughs> that is torture. I kind of felt bad for Cal.
1: I did like, too, which is really weird because he is
0: not a good person. He's not a sympathetic character at all. But w- with that flashback, um, spoilers for season two of Euphoria, all four episodes. Yes. Um, he... Was I think he was really ready to be gay. Yeah. He was ready to come out, and then here she come with this damn baby. And then he was forced into a life that he didn't want to live. Yeah. I, I felt bad
1: about that. And this is... Okay, I think we've had this conversation before. I feel like a lot of America's crime and problems are tied to the fact that we were built by religious people Mm -hmm. and it is a very repressive society. Yeah. And if people were allowed to just be who they are, they wouldn't be these angry little shits. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And if you like, if there was no shame in certain things, I don't think that there would be nearly as much violence. Oh yeah. He probably
0: would have, they probably all would be happier people Mm -hmm. had he been able to live in his truth
1: and have them just co-parent yeah nate probably wouldn't be a freaking psychopath and they third baby whatever happened to that little boy i think they said they cut him out mm. like it it was an accident like they ended up cutting that child out of the out of the show Hmm. why was he still in that picture though why they didn't cut him out the picture I don't know. I didn't look too much into it. I just saw a comment on on uh, Euphoria talk, Uh (laughs) (laughs) and that that's basically they were like it was a mistake because a lot of people that I've been seeing like they because you know how he said he like fucking hates
0: Nate, and they think that he has like the little boy must have died and he has something to do with it and that's why he hates him. But Mm. I don't fucking know.
1: Yeah, I guess the creator said that. (sighs) Whoops, our bad. Oh. I'll have to look more into they it. They better
0: go back and digitally remove him like they did with that Star Wars <laughs> cup. <laughs> right? <laughs> Game of Thrones.
1: I think it was a Craft Surfaces cup. See? But um, yeah, so that, what else was I watching this this past couple of weeks? I tried to watch that Kristen Bell show, The Woman mm-hmm. in the Window. Down Is that the like a parent or something? Pookie. Yes,
0: I've never seen her in anything serious, so I was just like, exactly,
1: and that's why I was confused. And it was a lot of aspects of the show, just like from the first like 10 minutes of it, I was just like, Am I supposed to take this seriously or not? Mm. It kind of reminded me of that show, um, American Vandal. Mm -hmm. Did you ever watch that? No, it was a mockumentary, but it definitely seemed like a documentary, and I was like, Is this real? It, it, it was like it made me question a lot of things. And that show, even for satire or parody, is not good to me. Oh. And I'm like, I'll finish it on my own time just because I did start it, but mm-hmm. mm, I couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I, I have been watching a lot of things. That's good. I, yeah, I pretty much in my free time, I've only been watching Euphoria
0: and The Witcher. Um, I did start Yellow Jackets. I want to go back to that. I think I'm going to go back to yellow jackets at some point
1: i'm gonna sign up for showtime today and i'm gonna watch that because i um occ was talking about that and i was like let me watch it
0: oh i did rewatch the eternals the other day see
1: i i got on my ipad yesterday morning with the intent of watching eternals Mm. but i was like it's five o'clock in the morning i don't (laughs) think i'm gonna even be awake that long and i wasn't so i watched like um, I think I watched like three or four of those Marvel shorts, which was probably like 30 minutes in total. And then I fell back asleep. Oh, uh-huh. well, what I got
0: from my rewatch of, uh, uh the Eternals is that Drake and Makari needed more screen time together. Thank you. They did. They was the best relationship and they was, it was so much just depth, so much tension. It was without, delicious.
1: without even saying much. Yes. See? He was
0: just, oh. Them together, ugh, they made the whole My movie My beautiful Makari. Yes,
1: I was like, she was like, yes, boo. It, it <laughs> me. so crazy. <laughs> see, now you see what I meant. I'm like, it was characters that deserve more screen time. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I was just like, I, I don't care about these people. I care about these ones that you're not giving no time to. hmm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, they better not put Makari on the ship the whole time in the next Eternals movie. I know, we need her. Riot. We need her. And you know what? I think they did this because, you know, the whole sign language thing mm-hmm. but I'm, i really want them to get away from that shit because we will read um, I, I don't will, I, feel, I feel
1: like I, there were other shows that have had uh, sign language characters or i don't give a fuck i i will watch a show that's mm-hmm. completely in a different language and read yeah. the subtitles the whole time mm-hmm. so if you're talking about or if you're trying to cater to the dumb audience fuck mm. them yeah Us over here, we like to read, so put the subtitles on the screen. I don't don't care. care. I
0: want to learn sign language anyway, so
1: it is definitely on my bucket list. Go ahead, put her on there anybody
0: speaking a different language i don't care if they're speaking spanish the whole time i don't care if that's the language that they speak that's Mm -hmm. part of the
1: story i'll read the subtitles exactly and you know i've also been watching attack on titan Mm -hmm. and it's all in fucking japanese i don't know japanese right so i just be reading the subtitles the whole time and i feel like
0: a lot of people are into anime right now exactly as us millennials and gen z people like progress through media that same stuff
1: that caught, like caught up our parents like oh I don't want to read that. that
0: that's not our issue. That's not our
1: issue because so. if it's enjoyable content we're going to watch it mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. And you see how big Squid Game was? That was not in English. Exactly. Unless you watch the dubbed version which you're weird I still have not seen it. I just I'm not know it gonna, wasn't English. I'm not going to watch it. No, but like you can watch like when shows are in a different language, you can mm-hmm. get watch the dubbed over version. Yeah. Like dark. I, I can't do that. Sometimes I watched it in English because like I didn't feel like 100% paying attention. Mm-hmm. But I prefer to listen to it in the native language and then just read the subtitles because yeah. the voices never match the characters. Yeah. And they lips don't be mashing up. I, that no, irritates that dri- me. No, it drives me crazy. Ooh, Kate. Okay. <laughs> it drives me insane. But yeah, that, that's all we got for y'all in this episode. Yes. Yeah, so if you made it to the end, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We are the South Side of Wakanda podcast. And this was our Daredevil episode one and two rewatch. Next week, we will start Daredevil episodes three and four. Thank you so much for listening and being patient with us. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Bye.